It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We have a Facebook group. We're on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. Email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, that would be wonderful. You can do that. It's absolutely going to always be a free show. Don't worry. But if you'd like to show your support, that would mean a lot. Like great people like Johnny Pinball, Rodney C., Jimmy Law, Lua, and so many others. I appreciate that very much. We are going to Germany right now, and it is May. I'm going to be in Germany for a long, long time. You want to know how much people love pinball? Look at Germany in the month of May and early June because there's a lot going on. In fact, it's it's like the perfect storm. Of course, the IFPA 18, the World Championship is going to be there. 80 of the best players in the world, top two from every country. That's only one thing. Before that, you have the IFPA Olympics, and before that, Maybe the second biggest tournament in the European Pinball Championship, all in Germany. Somebody's got to put this together. Somebody's got to stream this. Somebody has to be responsible. And they're here right now. Jim and Dina Lindsay from JDL Pinball. Hello, Jim. Hello, Dina. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I can't believe you have time to even talk to me <laughs> because it's just 11 days of pinball. 11 solid days from uh, Thursday the 25th of May, starting with the EPC, as you said, through to the Olympics and then across to Freddy's Pinball Paradise for IFPA 18 World Championship. Uh, but we are also doing a uh, IFPA 18 and a half tournament that shadows that uh, World Championship uh, in Bulls and Balls. We won't be streaming that one, but we're streaming uh, all the way through, including Freddy's. Well, the good thing about this is there's only a few people there, right? It's not like there's hundreds of people, correct? Absolutely, yeah. No, there's just a mere 256 people, Jeff, <laughs> so uh, dropping drop the ocean, really. Dina, I know you've been working hard for a long time, and people don't see the kind of things that people do to prepare for this. They think uh, you just you post on IFPA calendar, and maybe you come up with a format, but the organization, all the details, you've got people from all over the world asking questions. It's accommodations, it's flights, it's meals, it's uh, tournament times. Thank you, Dina, because <laughs> I can't imagine the work that you put into this. Uh, yes, it's been quite a lot of things to do. Well, starting with like the initial post on uh, our German forum, which was a eight pages word document, uh, just in English, uh, no double languages, just to outline the brief details of all of the tournaments, as you said, including like uh, flights, accommodations, and uh, how to get about. So. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's been a lot of work and uh, still a few things to do, but we're getting there. Lots of things are already done and uh, ready to be printed out and uh, put in place in uh, Bowls and Balls for you to enjoy. Bulls and Balls is where it kicks off in Fulda, Germany. It's a wonderful place. I was there back in 2021. In fact, the first place I went to after the COVID restrictions were released. Loved it. I've been looking forward to coming back. And uh, Matthias and everyone there do such a wonderful job, yourself included. And I guess it's expanded since I've been there. It was already this huge complex. I guess it's bigger now. Indeed. There's a new room being built by Matthias and uh, his team down at Bulls and Balls. So the main room, as people know at Folder, is now becoming the classic room. The new room will become the main pinball hall. That will accommodate around 36 machines and will be used for the main EPC tournament itself. 
So 256 people, how the EPC works, it's a different format, and that's kind of what we're kicking things off. I'm not including the, the pin golf warm-up tournament on the Thursday, but the Friday and the Saturday, the last few days there in May, 256 people divided into, is it groups of eight? Uh, no, it's the groups of 16. So basically, 256 people will have to be divided into two groups of Friday qualification and Saturday qualification. So it's 128 people on each day. And uh, every 128 people will take two groups, one of uh, sort of 64 people in each group. One of the groups will be playing the EPC main qualification in groups of 16, in four groups of 16. And the second group will play the classic qualification at the same time till lunchtime and then the swap. So basically the group A becomes uh, group uh, B in the classics and vice versa. Did you follow that, Jeff? I have no idea. You were talking about the eight-page document that I should probably read, being one of the players that's going to be there. Every one of the 256 people, please read that document. It, it will be one of Dina's rules. If you ask a question, it will be, have you read the document? So, yeah, please, please try to do that before you come, Jeff. I'm going to pretend like I've never read it. <laughs> You'll be just like everybody it's else. It's not so much of an exaggeration. I know a few people that are going to this tournament that are probably listening to Pinball Profile. And uh, because it is a global podcast, we certainly like to uh, encourage Pinball Absolutely. all around the world. But I will be glad to post it. So, Dina, maybe uh, send me the link. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for the offer. Uh, I'm currently writing another eight-page document, oh. which will uh, be a, an information email containing the links to all the match play tournaments uh, containing all the timetable, where to go, how to register, and so on. So everybody who is participating and signed up with their email address is going to receive an email containing all this information. In the past, we had uh, some people had difficulties receiving correspondence from us. So if your listeners will uh, be uh, checking their spam boxes, from uh, two weeks from now, that will be useful uh, because every single piece of uh, what to know about the weekend is going to be laid out in, uh, in that email. And players, check your spam folders because sometimes that's where it might wind up uh, just with Absolutely. the attachment. Let's talk to the people outside the 256 plane because there are going to be a lot of people watching on JDL Pinball and they're going to be saying, holy cow, look at all these great players all in one place. It's a big deal. Like we have the world championship every year. Last year it was in Fort Myers, Florida. It was wonderful. Eric Stone was the winner and they did a wonderful job there at the Pinball Asylum. That was one big event. I mean, there were some events leading up to it, of course, the, a, a kind of a week long affair, but they were kind of, I want to say smaller tournaments, great players, but nothing like the caliber of an EPC or even the IFPA Olympics. I mean, it is rare that you get all three of these at once. I don't think I can remember them all being together at the same time. There used to be World Championships and Papa back to back, but nothing like this. Mm, this was the this was the foresight dream of uh, Tobias Wegman, our country director, who uh, unfortunately took a step back around Christmas. Uh, but this was his dream to put this together, and Dina and myself have continued that dream. So thanks to uh, Toby for that. Um, but if if you look at the caliber of people within the top 100, we have nearly all of them. It really is absolutely incredible. The standard of play is going to be 
phenomenal. So yeah, please tune in to JDL Pinball, watch the stream. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, if you look at the groups for the EPC qualification, which is based on the IFP ranking, every single group of 16 people contain at least three players that are top 80 the world ranking points. Mm-hmm. Now that's impressive. You couldn't have made a softer group for uh, yours truly. I, I saw who I'm stuck with, uh, but uh, they're all tough. We've put you in the group of death, to be honest, Jeff. You did. That's the sort of advantage of knowing people. You know, you can you can really get people to give you a soft ride, but we didn't do that, sorry. Raymond Davidson, who I just had to play every single round with at Allentown at Pinfest and uh, former number one player in the world. Your German whiz kid, Paul Angler. Uh, he's so good. Yep. But well, I have Esther Lefkoff, Bill Mason, Steve Zala uh, in my group, so don't complain. I'm not <laughs> complaining. The truth is I respect every single player I play, whether they're a name or whether they're not, because as I've learned so many times, and especially when I came to Germany, there are people you've never seen before, but they just don't travel. There's a guy in my group, Taco Wouters, who is, again, a guy who years ago absolute legend just kind of not as much now so i mean there are no weak spots the caliber is crazy every win is a well-earned win i'll give you another one there there's uh, roy wills i know roy you know Roy. i think everybody knows roy on the circuit and he is currently 224th he's just jumped up the rankings having uh, done really really well at the dpo uh, DPM, sorry, uh, Dutch Pinball Masters, and he is um, he is position seven in his group. <laughs> yeah, he uh, had a good chance of winning the UK Open last September until a tilt that was heard around the world ended his run, and uh, Peter Anderson went on to win that Mister Video Mode in a uh, fishtails <laughs> win <laughs> yes. uh, from Denmark. I love Peter. He calls me Mister Inlane, so I always call him Mister. <laughs> he's great okay so this is the epc that's going on and then so let's say you're lucky enough in your group of 16 to be top four and advance then what happens well basically you need to uh, qualify high open your group and then uh, the uh, epc main final rounds is going to be best of seven which is going to be played on sunday from the beginning and uh, all the way until the through to the finals. 64 players qualify from the qualification through to the final rounds. They play a best of seven ladder format all the way through to the final two. And that's a certified plus event giving a TGP close to 400%. 392 is unbelievable. So... Don't take a day off that day if you're playing in this event. And I assume it sold out extremely quickly. You you had reserved spots for the people that were coming from around the world that were in the IFP 18, but uh, the rest must have been gobbled up very Within quickly. Within two minutes, I think. No, it's no, it was less. It was less than a minute for EPC, less than 20 seconds for the Olympics. Mm. So, Tremendous uh, support for this. It, it really is. And, and we had, obviously, waiting lists resulting, and those waiting li- we're working through those waiting lists because... With every event that you organize, there are always people who find at the end they can't actually make it for for whatever personal reason. So you work down the waiting list, and, the, and there are a few people that have, have just jumped into the tournament who I'm sure are very, very pleased that they've managed to uh, obtain a place. We had around 70 people on the waiting list yep. uh, for the EPC. 
Yeah, it'll be a full field, no question about it. And I'm sure there'll be some people kind of drifting around there. Hey, did anybody not show? And that sometimes happens too. So if you're on the wait list, take a good eye and and maybe kind of float around just in case. You never know. And check your spam boxes because the vouchers for the replacement tickets uh, from the waiting list uh, come unannounced uh, to your given email address. And sometimes they finish open in the spam and then they expire and the spare spot goes to the next one down the list. So uh, uh, it is definitely worth, if you're sort of high or medium up on our waiting list, check the spam filters and just make sure you claim your voucher if you want to participate and know that you can make it because they're going to be expired like in 24 hours after being sent. So somebody is going to win a major in the EPC on Sunday. It's going to be very exciting. Oh, that's got to be everything. Nope, nope. That's just round one of three major ones. IFPA Olympics. Now, this is a little unique in that it's different formats, different days. Explain the IFPA Olympics. The Olympics was, again, a a dream of Toby Wegman, and it's designed to be as close to as uh, the the World Olympics uh, athletics, in that different formats, um, the same people, but different formats, just trying to give variety to the various tournaments that people can enter. And there's even a Midnight Madness tournament in there on Tuesday between uh, midnight and four o'clock in the morning. And and it's that sort of culture. These pinball players are real hardened tournament players and, you know, they'll play any time of day. Uh, Midnight Madness is is named Madness for a reason. Well, we never played one, so uh, we don't know what it feels like. Uh, But we start on Sunday with a group match, match play. Uh, which is going to be a certified plus event as well, because it goes all the way through till Monday evening, and it is a 20 rounds group match play. So basically, you have if you haven't made the EPC main uh, final rounds, then you have a, an opportunity to take uh, part at the Sunday Fair Strike Knockout, okay. which is limited to 128 players. And the registration for that will open from uh, all the qualification rounds finishing on Saturday. So, so if you don't qualify, so you if you don't, uh, everybody round. will know whether they've qualified or not uh, from Friday and Saturday qualification groups, and then they can sign up for the Sunday first strike knockout if they want to. But as I said, the field is limited to 128 players because of limitations of how many machines we have. Uh, for that tournament. So yes, if you know you're going to uh, want to stay for Sunday, uh, please make sure you uh, uh, find the registration desk on Saturday evening between 5.30 and 7.30 to register for that event. So then you get a break. Okay, so there is a, a around one and a half hours of a barbecue happening at Bulls and Balls. So at the end of the EPC, after the finals are finished and the presentations are made, uh, we can all sit outside in the, I'm sure it will be wonderful warm weather at the uh, end of May in Germany, uh, sit out enjoying one of Mateus's wonderful barbecues before you start the next tournament at around 8 o'clock in the evening, which is the start of the Olympics. Yeah, So we probably should have a flaming torch from the barbecue running around. English people in the flaming torches. Oh <laughs> You're not going to mention the coronation now, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. I <laughs> No, I'm good. 
I do have to ask about the IFPA Olympics. If it is based on the Olympics, will there be steroid urine checks? Uh, you've got a Midnight Madness. Are we checking for vampires? What kind of uh, testing is going on for this? Uh, well, the only test you need to do uh, to be able to participate in the Olympics is to be able to down the very special spirits uh, that Matthias uh, offers at Bolton Ball. Mongolian? Mongolian, yes. Well, uh, it's not quite a spirit, so it's a cocktail, but there is a new gig in town, and uh, it's a 72% vodka, and uh, you kind of need to down it uh, to be able to participate in the Olympics. No, you don't. But but anyway, if you did... Listen to the Russian Dina trying to pass off some vodka. (laughs) I get it, I get it. We we, we were were treated to to this on Saturday night, yes, from Matthias, who gave us this little shot glass and said, just try that. And uh, you definitely felt it burning as it went down. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, Matthias gave me that Mongolian, I can't say the rest of the words, drink. And I took a sniff of it. And I was like, whoa, is this, am I supposed to drink this or put this in my gas tank? And it was so po- Like, I lost nose hairs just taking the sniff. But Have you tried t- the uh, Walking Dead version of it? Not yet, but it was spectacular. It tasted fantastic. He told me it was in it. And I was like, what isn't in it? It's a, That's a shorter list. And it was so good. So I've told some of my North American friends, yeah, you have to you have to try this. But the Walking Dead version? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, so basically, uh, double the spirit and uh, half the uh, half the fruit. fruit. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I mean, Matthias is a, is a wonderful host. And he does like to, uh, he likes to get to know people by becoming their drinking buddies. He is a great host, and he's got a little special treat coming uh, that I'm bringing, right, Dina? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, does he know it? Yes, he does know. He's got a uh, nice pinball, the man who saved the game, uh, three foot by two foot movie poster signed by Roger Sharp, and he's made a nice little uh, comment to uh, Bulls and Balls, so that'll be nice on uh, display there. Yeah. Yeah, that would be very welcome. There oh, is a awesome. special wall with uh, sort of displaying uh, nice memories and uh, special event uh, posters and treats uh, right next to the bar. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure it will have a private place in there. Without a doubt. So, Olympics goes on. And then this thing known as the World Championship. And my goodness, here we are in Germany. And to me, one of the greatest IFPA events I've ever seen wasn't in Germany. It was in Italy, but won by a German, our good friend, uh, young Johannes Ostermeyer, who will be there. And I mean, he's been so busy with school and learning every language on the globe. But he will be there to uh, see if he can win it on home ground. And he has to be one of the favorites for sure. He will be there, and he will be competing, I'm sure, as hard as he's done before. You know, the, the Milan experience was really, really special, and obviously that was JDL's launch into the real pinball streaming world, and uh, we thank everybody for their involvement in that. So to get another opportunity to do this four years later in Germany on our home ground is awesome. And uh, we are really, really looking forward to working with the IFPA team again uh, down at Freddy's. Yeah, that JDL stream, I think I've watched more than any other pinball stream ever. And again, we were talking about when Johannes came back on Bram Stoker's Dracula against Daniele Achari of Italy, a a multiple uh, world championship winner. And uh, it was just unbelievable. And then they had the tie in there as well. Uh, It's something to see in JDL pinball captured it and uh really you know you you were definitely the stream people like to watch when it comes to competition pinball 
forget the tournaments and all the TDing and stuff aside, uh, just for a second. The dedication the two of you have for these streams and Fulda's not exactly next door for you. It's in Germany, but it's it's a good hike to get there. And, and Freddy's, well, I assume, is the same. And here you are doing all these traveling. I've seen you go to, I want to say, was it Austria for up at the side of a mountain for a stream one time? That was, that was Switzerland. That was Switzerland. Yeah, you, 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 were, you were in on a Zoom, as a Zoom commentator for that one. That's right. That was the uh, Swiss, Swiss Alps. Uh, we have been to Austria. We've streamed the APO. Uh, we streamed in the Dutch Pinball Museum, the Dutch Pinball Open, uh, late last year. Uh, we'll be doing the DPO again this year. That's already booked in November. And, yeah, we, we travel around a lot. And um, I think we, we're also slightly different in that we uh, we have probably more equipment than most streamers because the, the venues that we're in tend to have multiple rooms. So you can't easily cover that with one, one rig. You need, you need more equipment. You have a lot of equipment. You have a lot of mics, uh, great cameras too. A good commentary camera that always focuses on Jim. I know. I remember that very well. If if there are three people in the booth, it only gets Jim. I think that's really well done. Yeah, and I think it was specifically designed to avoid Jeff as well. <laughs> I mean, he preferred the dart player up on the on the wall. If you remember, yep. that was <laughs> <laughs> that was great times. So I'm really looking forward to having you back in the commentary again this time, Jeff. I am an unofficial member of JDL Pinball. I ha- I'll be bringing my, my golf shirt uh, for the Friday commentating for the start of the EPC. I'm looking forward to that. So, oh, Dina, I, I mean, an eight-page document. I assume it's all being done by AI now, right? Because there's no way. <laughs> Can you imagine how smart and advanced AI needs to be to figure out the logistics of a pinball tournament of that size? Well... If you want accuracy, but I'm also thinking of the intelligence of many of these pinball players who, like yours truly, probably hasn't read one page of it yet. Uh, well. And that's our fault, by the way. Yes, it is your fault. And uh, people who uh, are given all the sources to uh, educate themselves about beforehand, not using them, um, are going to get a, a quote from my uh, boss, <laughs> who wrote a book about hydraulic systems. And uh, if questions that uh, come from pretty much straight off the pages of the book uh, uh, arise from customers and partners, uh, he just sent an email back with four letters, R-T-F-B, which means read the f***ing book. And sometimes the page number. So I'm going to uh, refer to uh, the questions that arise from the document I'm going to send as an email to everybody individually, as uh, RTFE. Don't use the F. Use the, use the <laughs> I've already beeped it out. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Dina, let me just put things into perspective. You might think, oh, what a lazy SOB for not reading this in myself. No. People have asked me, are you looking forward to Germany? And this was last week. And I'm like, I haven't even thought about it yet because I'm thinking about going to Allentown. I can only think of one pinball trip at a time so if i've got Yegpin coming up this summer if i've got the beast in well that one i have to think about because i'm kind of running it but when they ask me about these things coming up i can't process more than one at one time it's amazing i even book hotels which luckily i've done but even better than that in germany my wife and i are going to spend a week in germany checking out that wonderful country and all kinds of different places before it all starts now I've had people at tournaments say, well, why doesn't Anne go to tournaments? I'm like, because I love my wife and she would be bored out of her gourd watching me play pinball for 10 hours. So 
Uh, we'll do a little trip beforehand. She'll head back home, and uh, there you go. But uh, looking forward to seeing so many different parts of Germany. It's such a huge country, and uh, and I feel bad for the places I'm missing. I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I'm so close to Austria. I'm close to the Netherlands. I'm close to Sweden, and, and I can't do those. But uh, we'll try to cram it all in before we do this ridiculously long and fun and exciting pinball. Are you going to be like me? after this is all done and just not even want to look at a pinball machine for a week or two? Well, we haven't played any pinball since January. Okay. Uh, pretty much. So, uh, the last tournament we played was the uh, uh, finals of the German Championship Series. And then... Uh, Which we did very badly because we'd not touched the pinball machine for weeks and weeks yes. before it. So, and uh, since, since then we pretty much haven't played at all because obviously uh, we're organizing the whole thing. Uh, end of February we, we got a tiny poppy which is now uh, four and a half months old but still growing and needs a lot of attention. Then obviously we work uh, full time and uh, yeah. That's um, a lot of time for pinball. There isn't uh, anything to do with pinball we have so um, yeah. yeah. But um, JD, JD the puppy is going to appear on the stream. I was wondering what the name was. I wasn't sure if it would be a disco um, name because I know how much Dina loves disco music. So <laughs> Yeah, JD as in JDL. So it will be the JDL streaming uh, puppy. Yeah. Um, well, her name is Jasmine Dahlia, uh, as in she's white. And those are the names of two white flowers. Uh, but yeah, for convenience, it is JD. Yep. Very nice. Very cute. Who's going to be watching JD when you're streaming for so many days? She'll be she'll be commentating, Jeff. She can't she can't she she can't do any worse than the other people who are doing it. So I have trouble disagreeing with that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, she definitely looks cuter than anybody else. So nice. No, that's great. She'll be around. We 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 are going to be arranging um, a sort of dog walking and, and uh, sitting and things for her. So uh, it's a bit too much to spend eleven days inside a pinball hall. Yeah. But, uh, she w but she will be appearing. So that will be uh, another another source of interest. I'm I'm sure for the pinball scene. So here's the tough thing for TDs to do because a lot of points and uh, prestige and championships and maybe some dollars here and there. A lot of prizing involved in this 11-day event. You're going to have some players that are maybe a little intense. So, Dina, do you have a stack of yellow cards and maybe red cards ready for uh, any kind of things you won't tolerate? Uh, yes. Uh, we have a TD uh, WhatsApp group, which uh, is going to record. Uh, it's, going to, it, it's called the Yellow Card Group. It's going to record uh, all the yellow cards that are distributed by uh, the TDs uh, and basically for intolerable behavior, including uh, swearing, range tilting, uh, not being nice to machines, opponents, not keeping in time with the event, uh, free playing on uh, uh, tournament machines. So it's all going to be listed in the email that everybody shall read. <laughs> and uh, if any misbehavior is noticed by the group of TDs that we have, balls and balls, then, um, yeah, uh, the yellow cards will soon turn to red cards, and people will be watching uh, the rest of the event on JDL stream due to being excluded from the tournament. But we will be fair, so it, it will be it will be strict. It will have to be, but with that, with that many people, the, the, the whole event has to be controlled, and some people will try and push the boundaries. So we do need to pull them back, but it will be done in a fair way. We're not, we're, we definitely don't want to uh, fall out with anyone. 
For sure, Jim. That's the key. Be fair with the rulings. Be consistent. All that kind of stuff. And I don't say that to put the hammer down, but it's good to hear what you just said, Dina, about the WhatsApp sharing of that. Because, in fact, we were just talking about this weekend at Allentown at PinFest. Uh, Levy and I were talking about when people get yellow cards, if one TD gives the yellow card, the other TDs don't know that. And it's kind of almost like hush, hush. Levy even went so far to say is, here's a board and everybody gets a yellow card. Their name goes on the board. So everyone knows not only not only the TDs, but the players. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. you don't want to be on that wall of shame. And it's not a punishment, but it's a, a gentle reminder to to be respectful of others. Well, public shaming is uh, never going to yield uh, any good results, but uh, people need to know that there are consequences to their actions, and uh, just being a nice person in a a social setting is absolutely paramount to me, uh, like in a private and a professional life, and that's sort of the philosophy I transfer into running the tournaments for general public, because there are lots of people who are are not going to say anything, but are going to feel disturbed, uh, feel hassled, and, yeah, generally not having a good time. For the sake of those people, uh, they are going to be the majority. We're going to uh, be strict on enforcing the rules of nice behavior, and obviously cheating of any sort isn't going to be tolerated and will result in a red card straight away. I'm kind of partial to the uh, public shaming, kind of like a Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. I think that'd be great for pinball. Shame, <laughs> shame, shame. You know, I have the shame bell as one of my call-outs. Oh, the, of uh, course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being obviously very close to Game of Thrones and your daughter does the wonderful call-outs, of course. So. And Kate and Richard are coming over for the EPC, so uh, Kate will be helping in commentary. Uh, so this is Kate Morris, or was Kate Morris, now Kate Rothwell-Jackson, the uh, female voice of Game of Thrones. My youngest daughter will be in the commentary over the EPC weekend. This is going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is so close. Now that Allentown's done, I am now focusing on this Germany trip and all this pinball. Holy cow. And I got some reading to do, apparently, don't I, Dina? Uh, yes, you do have some reading to do, starting with the very first post from the early January. Uh, but don't worry, if you have missed that, uh, you still have the opportunity to read uh, my very long email that goes to everybody personally on your very long flight. So I'm sure people will want to um, use the travel times to um, actually get to know what they have to do during that weekend and uh, beyond during the Olympics, which is going to follow as an information package a few days later. I have one question, and I'm fine with whatever the answer is. I just would like to know in advance. Will the games be set to English? Yes, they already are. They are? Okay. Yes. Well, obviously, there are a few games that are not English by make and don't no, well, there are a few German games, like German remakes of English games, so they don't have the English as the language, but uh, the uh, essential games are all set into English, and all the sterns are going to be, all the DMDs are going to be, and obviously you know what to do on a classic machine anyway. And if we miss, if we miss one, Jeff, then we would encourage people to tell us. Yes, um, there's going to be a list of uh, minor malfunctions uh, that anybody can put uh, name of the machine and what the issue is down. So if you notice anything that is uh, playing up or not set properly or like whatever, if we missed an extra ball because the extra ball is not going to be played, 
then just put it down on the list and uh, the next minute the, our tech team has time, they'll see to it and uh, address the issue. And we do have an excellent tech team. So we've, we've, uh, Matthias has drafted more people in to help. So uh, Kim's still the main tech, but uh, a lot of helpers. And uh, we've also assigned people to be key holders. So the the stuck ball, the, the simple things can be handled by helpers assigned to each tournament. Well, I remember Kim and, uh, of course, Matthias. And let's just say when I was there for a big, big event, there wasn't a lot of teching that needed to be done. Maybe the stuck balls, the things you can't really control. But my goodness, those machines are wonderful. And I hear the exact same thing for Freddy's. One thing I'm looking forward to, and I hear just so many wonderful things about, is Freddy's. I've never been there. And, of course, the home of the IFPA 18. I've seen pictures. Great website, by the way. You've been there many times. I think myself and other people that I've never visited before, we are going to be blown away by Freddy's. You are, you absolutely are, Jeff. We we were there. We well, we've been uh, oh numerous times to Freddy's. We bought our very first new inbox pinball machine from him uh, ten years ago. Um, but we were there this weekend uh, to do a test stream, test test the equipment, and I did a very short video which is actually posted on JDML Pinball at the moment. It's only a five minute walk round showing you the machines that are there. But the venue is, uh, has so much character. It's like being in the Wild West. It's wagon wheels. It's, uh, it, it's um, cowboy seats at the bar. The place really just steams character. It, it, everybody just can't help but have a wonderful time there. How many machines do they have? About 180 machines. Uh, but, but obviously for the purposes of the World Championship, they're only going to be 80 plus 12 extras. So in every, well, obviously the format of the World Championship is old games, mid games, and new games, and there are 24 machines in each category that is assigned to that tournament. And we have uh, three streaming rigs, and they will be assigned to old, mid, and new, so that we we can pretty much guarantee following any group through qualification on all three machines that will be set up in advance. Uh, it, it, it really has something, uh, something to watch. The idea is not to have much dead time, which you often get in, the, in these high-level tournaments because you're waiting for other players to finish games and things. Yeah, that's true, because there's usually only one rig, for example. But yeah, there's a lot of times a group that you're following, they're done quickly and you can't really jump in mid-game. So I love your setup. And uh, going from Fulda to Freddy's, what's that turnaround time for you? Because you've got to, I assume, lug all that equipment and get it all set up. That must be maybe the, the hardest day for you. Yeah, I would, I would say so. So it, it, it's about an hour, hour and a half, two hour drive. Uh, across the Freddies, we'll be going over on. We've got to decide this either Wednesday evening or Thursday morning. I think it's going to be Wednesday. Wednesday. Be no, fair. we're definitely going Wednesday. And uh, and then we've got pretty much all day Thursday to set up, test everything out before the Epstein Cup starts on Thursday evening. So uh, yeah, Thursday's going to be a big day, probably a bit of a stressful day, just as we've we've done obviously a big stream already. The equipment's. Yeah, taking the battery in. We've got to get that across to Freddy's and, uh, and, and then reassemble it all. 
These tournaments are not possible without the hours and hours of dedication, the work, the preparation. You're hearing Jim and Dina Lindsay talk about it. You've heard them mention Kim and Mateus and, of course, the wonderful staff at Freddy's. But there are a lot of people that are going to be there. Is there anything we, the participants, can do to help? And I suggest that you ask that question for any tournament you go to. But is there something we can do that makes it easier for you at the EPC, at the IFPA Olympics, and at IFPA 18? Uh, yes, exactly. I've already asked lots of people, uh, well, including Josh Sharp, really, uh, to be the group leaders, uh, which is for the qualification uh, rounds of the EPC. So because it's a, it's a uh, round-robin qualification, every group has its own tablet and uh, kind of uh, its own little registration processes and taking names that everybody is there and uh, directing them to the machines. So the uh, I assign uh, so-called group leaders, which is one of the players of the, this group of 16, the basically participants of that group, uh, which is lovely. And uh, obviously there are lots of TDs and referees that come from the field of participants and a streaming and commentary is always welcome. And uh, if you notice any technical issues, uh, put, them, uh, put them down on the list so that we can address them. And obviously, read the email and uh, nice don't ask everybody. questions. <laughs> be, be nice to everybody, that's all we ask. I mean, the, the people that we've asked have all just willingly volunteered. Call out for Josh, really, because he has been absolutely excellent through the whole of this planning process. Whenever we've asked a question, the answer has always been, yes, uh, what, what can I do to help? So thanks very much. If you say so about Josh Sharp, fine. <laughs> we know you have a, a, a love-hate relationship with Josh. Even Dino is choking in the background there. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, once uh, Jim said that, the white wine went the wrong way, straight away. Yeah, spit take. All right, we all love Josh. He's doing a great job. Absolutely, yeah. I'll have to race that later. So your so, so your input is is help with the with the commentary. We may we may also actually um, uh, we may try and set up some little mini interviews. But I'll I'll work with you on that when you when you're over here. This is going to be wonderful, Jim Dina. Thank you for everything you do. We love JDL Pinball. Looking forward to seeing little JD as well. And it's just around the corner. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking we are indeed. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, look, we've always seen you here as well, Jeff, of course. So, uh, yep, let's keep it all going. It starts off at Bulls and Balls in Fulda with the EPC, a major pinball event. Then you've got the IFPA Olympics. Then we head over to Freddy's for the IFPA 18. 80 this year, 80 people, not 64, advanced to 80 of some of the world's best. Who will be the champion? Eric Stone, the defending champ. We've got all kinds of world championship caliber players there. Keith Elwin is making the trip to Germany. Oh, this is going to be good. Maybe not for me as a player, but it's going to be fun to watch. You should watch it on JDL Pinball. Dina, Jim, thank you so much, and I'll let you get back to writing those documents, Dina. Thank you, Jeff. I'm on it. Okay, and thank, yeah, thanks from me as well, Jeff. Uh, absolutely awesome. I'm really pleased we've managed to do this podcast together. And we'll see you in a few weeks' time. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all on there. Pinballprofile at gmail.com is where you can reach us. And, of course, if you'd like to support on Patreon, thank you so much. It would mean the world to me. Patreon.com slash pinballprofile. See you in Germany. I'm Jeff Teolis.